Hey, Daddy-O, welcome to episode 17 of the Fat Daddy Fitness Podcast. Today, just a quick little intro. Today, we're going to be talking about six ways to combat night cravings. So this podcast is for you if you've ever found yourself coming home after a long day and skulking into the kitchen and absolutely demolishing the place like some kind of Viking of old. Okay, but this ain't no village that you're fucking hoarding. This is your kitchen. <laughs> so Daddy-O, this video is to help you, okay? Now usually, usually these lives, excuse me, a bit burpy today. Usually these lives are centered around, uh, these video recordings, are uh, audio recordings, sorry, of the lives are centered around one thing, one big idea, because it's a lot simpler to convey. Whereas today, with this episode, I kind of took a different approach and went to give six, because I think that each one resonates with a lot of people. I think it was just worth taking that time. So this one's a little bit of a longer one, um, under 20 minutes still, but... Yeah, I hope you enjoy it, Dad. I hope you enjoy it, Daddy-O. Uh, if you do, please let me know. And uh, and if you do find value from this, please send it on to another dad. If we can help a dad, then we can help a family. And that's what this is all about, brother. You have yourself a fantastic day. Toodles. Why you get night cravings like a fucking bastard. And what to actually do about them. What's up, Daddy-O? Welcome. I'm so glad you're here, because if you're here, you are my favorite type of guy. You're a dad who gives a shit about himself, and as a result, how he shows up for himself and his family. So I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, bro. Before we go forward, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this video. This video is going to be different from the other videos I've done. Usually, I like to center the videos I do around one big idea. Hello, Brian. Welcome, sir. You beat me to the punch, my man. You beat me to the punch. I was going to ask for comments, and you got right in there, you sly little dog. You doggy. You doggy boy. I need to stop myself right there before I get too extreme. But this one's going to... I'm going to give you a list of six reasons why the night... Cre I have five fingers. Six reasons why the night cravings occur and what you can do about them. Usually, I just stick to one main focus and just nail that. But let's get into it. Before I go forward... Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor for this video, the heart button. Okay, smash that heart button. And if you're with me live, comment live. And if you're with me on replay, if you're catching up with me on replay, comment replay in the comments. Why do I ask for this? It's the only fee I will ask you to pay. I do this because it tells Facebook that people, someone out there gives a shit about this Facebook video and Facebook bumps it up, which increases the likelihood of dad seeing this which increases the likelihood of being able to help a dad. And that's why I'm here. Help a fucking dad, help a fucking family. Okay, so make sure you smash that heart button. I saw that, Brian. Thank you, brother. Let's get into it. Okay? Number one. You didn't eat enough through the day. This is super common. And some of these things are going to hit you like a slap in the face in terms of their obviousness. But stick with me because... <laughs> I do love the engagement, brother. Stick with me because odds are you maybe haven't heard all of them. And also, even if you have, it's probably a good reason to be reminded of the fact that these things occur. And if you're not careful about how much food you're getting in in the day, you will eat too little. It's actually really common. It's, 
What's up, Carla? Thank you for the comment, buddy. Good to see you. It's really common. It's actually more common than eating too much. Because eating too much, you've got to go deliberately out of your way to really, really stuff your face. And even when I say too much, I've got to be really deliberate about what I say. When I say too much, I don't mean you're eating too much. I mean you're probably eating too many calories that your metabolic rate has adapted to in a failed way. So you're probably a little bit downregulated. So that a little bit of a spike in calories, not that much, going to have a very fucking negative effect on you putting on body weight or body fat. So the first thing is, make sure you structure your day so you're getting in a good amount of square meals, nice amount of nutrition, nice amount of calories, so that you don't arrive at the end of the day like a fucking gremlin, skull, stulk, fucking skulking into the kitchen, opening cupboards, like you, I know exactly. I know exactly the fucking play because I fucking do it. I go into the kitchen and I go, <sighs> pretend that I'm bored, until something falls out of a cupboard like a big old bag of Maltesers. <laughs> so make sure, number one, make sure you've got enough. What's up, Matt? You like that, my man? <laughs> you know, we resonate on that one, especially as dads, right? <laughs> get them, get them quiet. Get them in front of the telly so you can sneak off. And fucking pilfer, pilfer the fucking kitchen like some kind of Viking of ages past. <laughs> You're not fucking pillaging a village here. You're fucking wrecking the fucking joint of the kitchen. Anyway, first reason you haven't eaten enough calories in the day. So make sure you stock up on those calories, guys. A little bit of foresight, a little bit of planning, and <laughs> that's me so much, says Matthew. I love it, man. It's me to a T, man. I still fucking do it. I still fucking do it that's why i'm saying these really really things that seem obvious but they're not because even i'm saying let me be real with let me be real with you for a second i'm saying it so that i <laughs> can stop fucking doing it oh uh, brian says i need a timed lock on the crisp cupboard so i can access it post 7 p.m there is actually a product and i looked into it it's a little plastic box that you set a safe a fucking safe combination and you and then it goes onto timer <laughs> and you can't, you can't get into it. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on, right? That's something that can be done. So that's number one. You're not eating enough calories. Okay, super, super, super basic, but it's something that really stands to reason, right? Let's move on to number two, okay? Number two is that your daily eating schedule doesn't suit you. So there's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take three examples of an eating schedule, all right? Schedule number one, eating one massive fucking meal. Okay. Number two, eating two fairly large, substantial meals. That's me, by the way. Number three, eating three nice, square, equally spaced meals, and then including some snacks at the end. Number three is probably a really common way to go for, because you're planning in some snacks for the end of the day. But in my, the, the whole point of me putting this stuff out, putting these examples out, is because I want you to find what what frequency works for you, what type of meal schedule works for you, because it's not going to be one fucking meal fits all. And it may come to be that you're actually on such and such a schedule when really you'd benefit far, far more to another set schedule. All right. By the way, I want you guys to let me know number one, put in number one in the comments, if the first one jumped out at you. Okay, so not eating enough calories, arriving at the end of the day, skulking into the kitchen like some fucking Viking possessed looking to raid the fucking place. If that's number one, if that's you, you put number one in the comments. I want to get a sense of what you guys are resonating with. If number two 
resonates with you. That if you get your schedule right, it actually works out and you arrive at the end of the day and you're not craving these things at night. That's number two. Find out which fucking frequency works for you and stick to it. Let's move on to number three. You skipped a meal. Okay? Life gets in the way. Carla's number two. I see you, Carla. Brian's number one. <clears throat> I fucking knew that. Matt, you better get your number one up there, bro. I'm going to fucking... I tell you what, someone put number one, put number one in for me, because that's me. All right, put number one in for me. Emily's saying, catching a bit live. We'll come back to catch. Okay, so she's just saying she's coming back later. Cool. I love that you said that, Emily. <laughs> it lets me know what's going on. Okay. So if you're number three, you skip a meal. Life gets in the way. Life gets busy. And actually, at the moment, we're working from home. You would assume that we'd be more available to eat. A lot of the time, thank you, Carla. I appreciate that. Um, I was actually number one, but um, <laughs> actually, what I I can't even fuck. I think it's all me. I'm fucking every single one of these. There's six of them, by the way. I'm all of them. But thank you, Carla. I love I love the uh, I love the the action you took there. But this is something that's quite important. If you skip a meal, realize thank you. Realize thank you, Carla. That um that's gonna have a massive effect. That's a huge chunk of calories taken out of your day. So when you get to the end of the day, before you go snacking, replace that meal. Just get ahead of yourself. And if you know you've replaced it, sometimes you won't even feel it. You'll have breakfast, you get to lunch, and you're like, I'm so stuffed. I'm fucking, I got shit to do. I don't have time for this shit, this bullshit. You ain't going to feel that way. 9 p.m., crawling into the fucking kitchen, looking for them scraps, looking for them fucking, looking, them, looking for those little crumbs. Right? That's not the way it goes. So get ahead of yourself. If you feel that way in the middle of the day, cool. But be ready to replace that meal with something substantial come the end of the fucking day. Number four, you are tired. Now, if you're physically tired or if you're emotionally tired, two very different things and two very different ways that you can deal with this. If you find you're arriving at the end of the day and you're getting all your fucking calories right, but you're physically fucking tired, something, if you're still physically exhausted, something that you need to think about is that maybe your nutrition isn't on point. Maybe you're not getting in enough calories. Maybe you're not getting in enough protein. Maybe you're not getting in enough water, man. But if you arrive at the end of the day and you're physically exhausted, something is lacking. Something is lacking from your nutrition or from your uh, sleep routine. It could be something as, as easy as that. And it could just take just the smallest adjustment and you'll be fucking boom. Away. If it's emotional tiredness, though, this is something that's a little bit easier to address because you might find with emotional tiredness is that what you need is physical activity. Action begets motivation and action also begets energy. If you can get, and if you've, if you've felt this, if you've gotten up to go training in the gym and you felt exhausted after a long day, but maybe you booked a PT session or a class with a friend and you feel you have to go, you go, you warm up, all of a sudden, all that fatigue falls away and you feel energized if you have ever felt that then you're going to know what emotional fatigue feels like that's emotional tiredness physical activity is something that you need to get going with and it's going to improve your ability to move and feel better times 10 if that resonates with you put number four in the comments number four okay if you're putting multiple numbers as well in guys what the fuck no i'm only joking 
that's absolutely fine because I'm definitely I'm definitely guilty of all this shit depending on the fucking day of the week. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously though, put in a number if it resonates with you, okay? Because if something resonates with you <laughs> if something resonates with you, you must be sure to resonate with it. Otherwise, all you're doing is letting that thing just pass you fucking by. There's Lee with his fantastic fucking emoji. Lee, you got to show me where this fucking emoji thing is. It's, is it because you have an iPhone? Because I have an Android and I don't have that emoji. This is what I'm missing in my life. I see moments where I can use it and I can't fucking use it. I've, I've been tempted to take a picture of my hand and then upload that as a picture. I think I'm actually going to do that. Less talk, more action, right? All right. Let's move on, guys. Number five. Okay? Number five. You didn't consume balanced food you actually have an android i don't understand what's going on the, the world isn't fair i need to have that emoji in my life anyway jesus christ how sad do i sound listen to me number five is that your meals are not balanced this is something that's super common okay you make a choice tell me if this sounds familiar okay you make a choice towards eating healthy to lose weight right so i'm gonna stop doing that it's already annoying but let's say you make this choice to have high uh, like a, a large food, a large amount of food on the plate, but low calorie value, okay, low nutrient density. This means that it's actually, and this may sound really obvious to say, but it's good to, to hear it out. Those kind of foods are low in nutrients, okay? So you're not going to be getting in the stuff that you need. And this might come as a shock, guys, but to burn body fat and to lose weight, you need calories, you need energy in order to do that. It's a task that you ask your body to do through specific calorie manipulation and specific energy output. Emily's got it. It's just rubbing it on my face. Whatever. Whatever, Emily. You love um, Agent Walker. So, you know. <laughs> the new cat. <laughs> anyway, moving on. If that is your calorie intake for the day, then you're not going to have... Okay. I'll be up in like two minutes. All right. It's close to bedtime. And bedtime is the, my fucking favorite time of the day. For my daughter, obviously. That's not my wife telling me, hey, Shane, two minutes for your bedtime, buddy. <laughs> Maybe it is. But anyway, um, this, is the sort, this is the sort of shit. This is why I shouldn't do lies, man. I do stuff that's out there now on the internet, and I can't take it back. Fantastic. And I've done that before. I've done some really fucking dodgy shit before. But if that's the case and you're getting hunger cravings at night, then that means that you may need to look at what kind of nutrient-dense foods that you're getting in through the day so you can make that up and you can join those dots before that gap ever exists. If that resonates with you, Emily, it resonates with Emily, then that's point number five, all right? Number six, last one. You're human. You're a fucking person. Getting cravings is fine. All right. Now, I don't mean that all of these things, you shouldn't take action on whatever resonated with you, because if something resonates with you, then you need to resonate with it by taking action on it. All right. That's just how things work. Otherwise, you'll continue to be a bystander in your own life. All right. If you take action on the things that resonate with you, then you'll actually take the leading role in your own fucking movie. Biscuit, can you stop whining, please? Thank you. Make sense? I know it does. But the sixth reason is because you're just a fucking person. You're human. 
there is an abundance of food out there in the world that is made by a bunch of scientists with lab coats and everything, right? Specifically engineered to be as addictive as possible. How the fuck do we compete with that shit? We can't. We can't. There's specific mouthfeel scientists, nutritional scientists that are out there specifically to make food that is addictive to your mouthfeel. They're not even concerned about, that's another guy's department, taste, mouthfeel. Sick, isn't it? <laughs> but it's fucking real. You ever had a double decker and a cup of tea? <laughs> mouthfeel. Right? But this shit is everywhere. It's abundant. Okay? It's absolutely abundant. Abundant. It's absolutely abundant. It's abundant. So, getting cravings for this stuff is fine. But as long as it's sporadic, if you're getting a craving every once in a while, then indulge it, man. Life's too short not to have a fucking double-decker or a fucking pizza or whatever the fuck you want to eat. Eat it. Christ, I'll bike. Just fucking eat it. But it's just a fucking double-decker. But anyway, you can see that I like double-deckers. But anyway, if you're getting them frequently, right, like a couple of times a week, it may be time to action some of the points I raised in this video. Now, if you're struggling, okay, if you're struggling, I'm happy to fucking set aside some time to help someone who's in pain here. So if you want to do that, you can click the link in the comments after this video. I need to I need to type it in, but it'll be a link saying chatwithchain.co.uk and you can schedule a fucking 15 minute chat with me and I will happily help you out with whatever it is that is limiting you in getting to where you want to get to. Okay, that is my fucking thing to do. If not, that's cool. Hopefully some of this shit helped you. Thank you very much everyone for commenting and engaging. Love you all the bits. I'm off to go to bed, it seems. Good night.